Welcome into another episode of the Backstage Pass here for Subscription Web Design. Hey, on this one, what I'd like to do is talk to you. If you remember last time, last month, I talked about burnout. And a little bit different, you know, we weren't talking about strategies and tactics so much. We were talking a little bit more about just dealing with burnout, the attitude of that. And we talked about becoming the kind of person who can be successful in business with strategies and tactics. I find uh, so many people are just ignoring the personal development side of this journey of entrepreneurship. And for the last quarter probably of 20 23 and then going full bore into 2024 I was doing that too and I was so focused on this tactic and that strategy in the business that I forgot to focus on myself and um, after a while you know you can be burned out trying different strategies and tactics and you see some things work but you know if you're in business you'll learn over time that you see a whole lot more things fail than work and you can start thinking about yourself as a failure and it's really easy to go into a downward spiral and I was definitely falling into one and so what I want to do this time is talk about the other side of burnout. I'm feeling a lot better than I was feeling last month um, around the time that I recorded last month's Backstage Pass. And I want to talk a little bit more about actually the strategies and tactics that I did to help lead me sort of out of burnout and what I'm doing to um, prevent against that going forward in the future. Look, ultimately, you and me have to be at the top of our game. We have to be in tip-top shape. We have to take care of ourselves uh, because if we don't take care of ourselves, then our business is going to suffer. And I don't want that for me and I don't want that for you. So let me just talk through a couple things. Now, I, I, I got to kind of admit, so we talked a little bit last time about this book, The Gap in the Game. And um, one of the things that I've done that's really helped me is to just totally nerd out on Dan Sullivan's content. You can find a bunch of podcasts, a bunch of books, and a bunch of YouTube videos uh, from Dan Sullivan. And if you don't know, Dan's the founder of Strategic Coach. He's been coaching entrepreneurs since the 70s, so he knows what he's doing. And the, the primary thing that he does is help develop thinking tools, all right? So let me just give you uh, one example. Of, of sort of a thinking tool that, that can help, all right? Uh, a lot of times uh, when you're trying to accomplish something in business, you, um, you think, well, if I had the capability to do a thing, then I would be able to see success, right? If I had the ability to do X, right, to, to build sales funnels or to drive lots of traffic or to be an engaging person, right, or to, or to just whatever. If I had a particular capability, then I would be successful. And then the thing is that a lot of times you'll find is that, okay, well, you can acquire the capability or you can, you can learn the capability or, or hire a who uh, who can help you actually take care of that, comp, uh, that capability or something. But ultimately what you're going to determine is that, you find that you don't actually have the confidence yet because it's not proven. And so you haven't gained the confidence to actually uh, create the result of the, of the capability. And so uh, therefore you don't have that 
nailed down. You can't do it. You can't actually take advantage of the of the capability. And so what Dan has found in his research and experience is that um, what he what he's found a lot of entrepreneurs want to do is remove courage from their situation. And by the way, I can totally identify with this. The more, uh, you know, the older I get and the, the longer I'm in business, the less I want to have to appeal to courage, right? The more I just want to be able to go boldly in, into the future and, and rest on my laurels. But he said the problem is, is that when you stop demanding courage in your situation, uh, then the way he puts it is the universe wants the parts back, right? That's the moment you start to essentially die, uh, or your business dies, your motivation dies, or whatever, when you find yourself wanting to keep things status quo. And by the way, this is exactly where I found myself. And so uh, the problem is, is that if you don't have uh, um, commitment before courage, you'll never realize how high the stakes are enough to be worth going through the period of courage to then gain the capability and the confidence to do it all over again. Okay, so he calls this thinking tool the four C's model. And in this model, right, you could essentially write down, all right, well, here's the commitment I need to make. When I make this commitment, I'm going to have to take this next leap of courage. But if I take this next leap of courage, it's going to give me the capability to accomplish this thing that I want. And once I've accomplished that goal, that's going to give me confidence to make a new commitment, go through another round of commitment, courage, and capability and do it all over again. So it becomes a virtuous cycle. That is just one example of many sort of thinking tools that uh, Dan Sullivan has put together in the last 50 years of coaching uh, entrepreneurs. And so the gap in the game that we talked about a little bit last time is another one of those thinking tools. Essentially, it's if you're looking at your current situation and you're measuring where you are today, against some ideal that you'd like to achieve out there in the future, you're going to be disappointed because an ideal is by definition unreachable. It will always move. And as you grow as a person and as you grow, uh, you know, as a business owner, that ideal gets further and further away. So you never will reach that. It's a horrible measuring device. Okay. It's great for taking aim at something, but it's a horrible measuring device device. The correct measuring device is your past. So you measure today versus where you were three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, or maybe even three weeks ago or three months ago, right? It's like today, am I where I want to be? Have I reached the ideal? Well, of course not. Like I said, I'll never reach it. But one month ago today, I was feeling a lot worse about my current situation than I am right now. And so I can look at that. And another aspect of the gap in the game is that you can actually determine that anything can be a gap or a gain. I just heard a story this morning of somebody who went through, he's an orthodontist, he has a thriving, you know, very successful business, but he went through this bout with Lyme disease back in 2020 that he was so unaware that it could even happen. He didn't even know he had it. Um, it had gone on for so long and treated that I just kept getting worse and worse and he didn't know what was wrong with him and, um, he walked through a very tough season of his life medically, but now looking back through tears, he was sharing how grateful he was because it's allowed him to be so much more human and to be able to notice and see when people around him are struggling that he can now help that he didn't even know he could help before. That's a great example of looking back at something that most people would think was a setback. Okay. But for him, it was a, a, a gain 
right? He wasn't living in the gap. He was living in the gain. He wasn't living in the place of, oh, I wish I had never gotten Lyme disease. He was living in the place of reality that said, I did get Lyme disease and here's how I define that experience. Here's what I learned from that that makes me a better person and makes me able to actually be more compassionate and care about people. So the thing is, is that you get to choose what meaning you assign to something that happens to you. Uh, things that happen don't have assigned meaning in themselves. It's all psychological, okay? And you might think this is woo-woo, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. You're able to look back at a situation in the past and define your own meaning for it. Right, so so that's another thinking tool is uh, is the gap in the gain. And you can really look back on your situation and, and define a new meaning. So I, I'm grateful that I went through that period of burnout. Why? Why am I grateful for that? Because... If I hadn't gone through that period of burnout, I wouldn't have started nerding out on Dan Sullivan's material, who I knew about and who I've read some of before, but no, nowhere near to the extent that I did. And I learned so much more, not only on how to help deal with this burnout situation, but I learned about so many other things as well that I can do and, and start using some of these thinking tools to help in my business to grow and improve. And if I had not gone through that period of burnout, I would have never been uh, re-exposed to this information and, um, you know, these things to apply to my life. So I, I think it's a, a huge deal. All right. So let me just give you a couple things. So we talked about the, the gap in the game. This is really helpful from a gratitude perspective. Um, tactically speaking, I grabbed a journal. I've always liked Michael Hyatt's products. So I grabbed his full focus journal and have been doing my best to journal in there every day. It really helps to just write out what you're thinking, to just get it out of your head on paper and to think through things. And of course, the journal has prompts as well. So you're, you know, you're not just dealing with a blank page. You can actually choose if you want to write according to any of the prompts or you can totally freewheel it. And I find uh, I typically end up doing some combination of both. Uh, but just journaling things and, and getting getting things out of my head so that I can look at them objectively on paper and then choose what meaning I'm going to assign or, or how I'm going to think about this particular thing has been wildly helpful. Uh, another, well, and this is arguably the core, I would say, central teaching uh, of Dan Sullivan's, is this idea of uh, unique ability, okay? And so, again, I wanted to get real tactical here on the nature of the burnout uh, for a, for a moment, and then this might help you. Uh, so for me, here's what was happening. And this has happened at various times before, but now I, I kind of have an understanding of what's going on. So what was happening is I, I was, um, uh, I started every day, uh, with anywhere from on a good day, 10 on a nat average day, 12 or 13, uh, on a rough, but unfortunately too common, uh, kind of day. 16 to 17 things on my plate. Okay, and inevitably what would happen, because there's truly only so much time in a day, uh, inevitably what would happen is I would get maybe a handful of things done. And that handful of things um, felt tiny in comparison to the mounting list of things that had to be done. And the thing is, is that for, for many days, I had already had a, a number of things assigned. And, and so whatever I didn't get done on one day, just rolled over to the next day, to the next day, to, to the next day. And stuff would just keep absolutely piling up. And one thing that I found that was very helpful of Dan's is this concept of unique ability. And there's a, a tandem concept here too, which is that 
um, Dan holds himself accountable to get three things uh, done, three important, impactful things done a day uh, with the logic that if you take three things a day and you multiply that by the number of days for the year that you plan to work, then that's the number of meaningful things that you get done uh, in a um, you know, in, in a year. And the question is, well, if you could be doing three things that really, really matter and really move your business forward, okay, per day over the course of a year, you know, you would get, uh, you know, based on the average sort of work, uh, you know, situation, you know, you would get probably around 600 things done per year. And if you got 600 important things done in the course of your year, do you think you'd have a pretty good year? And the answer to that is, of course, yes. Okay. Now, uh, that is itself helpful. Okay. Um, just aiming to get three things done. In fact, in my project management system, uh, sometimes I have other things that need to get done, but I tag the impactful things, the important things, I tag them with impact. And so for me, a successful day is defined as I get my three impact tasks done. If I didn't have time to get to the other things, uh, that's totally fine. Um, some of them are, you know, sort of routine things. I actually have a couple of them that uh, show up every day that are things uh, they're related to writing that I'm not currently holding myself to a deadline standard on uh, that I actually put a question mark in the task manager after them. Do I want to do this today? So there's no pressure. If I want to do it, I can do it. If I have time to do it, I can do it. If neither of those two things are true, then I just don't worry about it. I delete it and it shows up the next day uh, when it essentially asks me if I want to do it again. Okay. So that's a really practical thing. How it ties into the unique ability concept is this is, I hope you get this. Okay. Like this is honestly, and as I'm talking, I, I might actually air this as an episode of the podcast, uh, audio only episode, um, because of how important I, I think this is, this is just so, so, so important. Okay. Um, when you're doing, you know, when you're attempting to do 10 to 16 things per day, it's impossible to really know what the most important things are, right? Um, you're, you're so much caught up in the fray of tasks and things that you've decided to do. What you'll end up doing is you'll be so busy and you'll justify to yourself that you're doing good work because you're busy. And then what's going to happen when you start to go into that cycle of burnout, you're going to look back and you're going to wonder why you're not further along than you are. And the reason that you're going to have for that is because you're going to say to yourself, but I've been working so hard and I have been doing so much and yet I'm not getting anything done. What's going on? Let me give you some perspective on this. Okay. Now this is not something that some of you want to hear. I know that because there's a big, there's a big push these days to, to be a solo operation, a solo shop. And I trust me, I'm okay with, with being a solo shop. Okay. However, However, if you look at the most successful business owners, all right, and let's just be let's just be real here. We're just in this context, we're going to define success by you have the freedom of of the financial and the lifestyle freedom that you want. Right? That's how most people think of success, right? You are able to give to initiatives that you want to give to, you're free to do with your time what you please and you have enough money to get the things that you want. Okay? Let's just go. That's a pretty standard, especially American definition of success, okay? A lot of you are American. Some of you aren't, but many of you are. Most of you are at least Westerners, okay? That's a fairly, you know, identifiable, de you know, definition of success. 
if that's true, if that's true, then in that scenario, the people who end up being most successful by those standards are not the people who are doing more and working harder. They're the people who are doing less. Now, I know that sounds strange, but it's true. In fact, so many of Dan's students in particular, it's, it's really fascinating to hear their testimonies. When they are at the height of their business, of, of it's, their business is doing as, as good as it can possibly be doing, the best it ever has been. What they have found is that their daily schedule is empty. They're doing almost nothing. Why? Because what they've done is they have put the best people possible in the spots needed to fill in their team. And they have been entirely freed up to focus on the strategy, growth, and direction of the business. Okay. And so what does that mean for somebody like me, for example? Okay. Because, you know, some of these companies are huge that we're talking about. You know, us, we're an agency. We do six figures a year, but we are not a huge agency. Okay. By any means. All right. We are reasonable. We are uh, further ahead than a lot, many of you guys, than many of our students, but we're, you know, we're not doing millions per year. Okay. So we're in sort of this very relatable spot, I think. Okay. To, to a business like you, the listener. And here's the thing. The thing is, is that even in the situation that you're in, it's possible for you to create a very similar scenario. And so for, for me and, and for you, when I think about my unique ability, I need to be doing three things every day that are actually important. To the extent possible, I don't need to be troubleshooting technical issues. To the extent possible, I don't need to be designing websites, Right? To the extent possible, I need to be sitting back looking for opportunities for growth, opportunities to fix bottlenecks in the business, opportunities to hire new people, opportunities for marketing initiatives. There's all sorts of things that I need to be able to focus on in order for this business to keep growing and to keep innovating in a world that is rapidly changing. And I can't do those three important things per day if I'm always in the weeds on the technical issues and the other things. So... Actually harnessing that unique ability, okay, that's what Dan and them call it, okay, the unique ability that I have, okay, and I'll just tell you what mine is. Let me get it, get it pulled up here because everybody's is a little different, and, and it's not, uh, by the way, it, it's not uh, writing, right? It's not, it's not an activity, right? It's not writing or developing code or, you know, something like that, okay? It's a really unique expression of um, what it is that you do and, and how it is that you help people. And, and so here's the way that I currently think about this. My unique ability is inspiring people to see beyond their current way of thinking, imagine a new possible reality and take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics. Okay. Anytime I'm doing that, I am in my unique ability and I enjoy the heck out of my life. So inspiring people to see beyond their current way of thinking Imagine a new possible reality and take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics. This works for so much of my personal life. Now, again, this is not you. This is probably not your unique ability, and that's okay. For me, this transcends everything that I do. When I preach in my church and teach in my church, I am inspiring, and I do this in a particular way. I actually do, I, I, I align my sermons, my messages to do this, to inspire people to see beyond their current way of thinking, imagine a new possible reality, 
and take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics, or we could even say insights there. So when I'm doing ministry work, I'm doing that, okay? When I am doing my coaching work with subscription web design, this is what I'm doing. I'm inspiring people to see beyond their current way of thinking, imagine a new possible reality, and then take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics. Guess what? This is what I help my clients do. When I'm having sales conversations and business development conversations with my clients, what I'm trying to do is inspiring them to see beyond their current way of thinking, imagine a new possible reality, and take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics. And then one more, finally, when I'm working with my team, my project managers, my web designers, my web implementers, my developers, ultimately I am leading them in what I'm trying to do is inspire them to see beyond their current way of thinking, imagine a new possible reality, and then together take steps to create that reality using practical tools and tactics like project management tools and project management strategies and um, SOPs and things like that. So in every area of my life where I am in my unique ability, it's, these are the areas of my life that I enjoy the most. Notice that my... Uh, unique ability, the way I expressed it, uh, when I'm designing a website, I am not inspiring people to see beyond their current way of thinking, begin to imagine new possibilities, and take action on those possibilities using practical tools and tactics. You see how that's not my unique ability? Now, it's one way of expressing that, and so based on using my unique ability, a designer can help bring that vision to life but it's not the piece of the puzzle that I enjoy doing and that I'm best at doing, and that is my highest contribution. Okay. By the way, when I'm learning, I'm doing the same thing. The difference is I'm inspiring myself. When I'm learning, I'm inspiring myself to see beyond my current way of thinking, to begin to imagine new possibilities, and to take action on those possibilities using the practical tools and strategies that I have learned. So in every area of my personal life, again, this is not necessarily yours. Yours may be entirely different. For me, my unique ability involves doing those things identifying a new possible uh, reality, inspiring people uh, to see beyond the current way of thinking, identifying that new possible reality and actually making it clear, and then using practical tools and tactics to move toward that reality. That's what I'm trying to do. And so any time, any, any new day that comes when I can spend the vast majority of my time doing that, is a great day. It's a day where I feel energized. It's a time where uh, it's a day where time feels differently uh, than on other days, and I am just absolutely doing my best work. In fact, I would say the hardest thing that I have to deal with in this in this scenario is the guilt that sometimes I feel because I'm not sitting down turning buttons on a website. It doesn't. What I love doing, my highest contribution so much that it doesn't even feel like work. And sometimes I feel guilty about that. And a lot of other people will tell you the same thing. And that's something that you have to let go of, right? But so what's the point of all this? The point of all this is that you need to figure out what your unique ability is. Because if you're truly living in your unique ability and doing three important things a day in your unique ability, uh, rather than doing 16 things per day, maybe only two or three of which might be in your unique ability, but, you're, but you feel bad about not cramming the other things in. And so you don't even know what your highest contribution is. That is a bad way to be. So you need to define, and it takes some time, by the way, I mean, some, some, some working through and some time to even figure out what your unique ability is. Your, some people call it your zone of genius, right? Uh, figuring out what that is, is the key 
to getting on the other side of burnout. And then some of the other strategies as well, using those thinking tools, journaling, having gratitude, just showing up and doing the work you need to do every day, um, regardless of how it feels, but, but really taking the time to step back and make sure that you are approaching life on your own terms, on the way that you uh, want to, instead of conforming to expectations that you've placed on yourself based on influencers or videos you've watched or things of that nature. Okay. So I hope this has been sort of a helpful look at how to sort of overcome, uh, burnout and such. I, again, I, I, I just, I really want the best for you in your business and I don't want you to go down that path. I don't want you to spiral out of control and I don't want you to feel like it's not working. A lot of times if you're being faithful to the process and you're doing things in the way that you know is, is going to work, uh, then um, things are happening behind the scenes that will help you. And um, part of the process is just doing the work, is just showing up. Um, part of the success is the process, is kind of the way I want to think about that. It's the process. Uh, without without the process, the success ultimately isn't possible, okay? Uh, the notion of an overnight success is so rare. It's like trying to shoot for a viral video, right? Um except like a hundred times scale, right? Like it's, it's, it's not the sort of thing that you plan for. You don't plan for overnight success. You don't plan for virality. You plan for hard work, dedication. And then many years later, someone may look at you and say that you're an overnight success and inside you'll smile and know the truth of the matter. All right. God bless. I hope this has been helpful for you and we'll see you if you're a, if, if I do end up putting this out live to everyone, uh, then you can join us and you can hear this on the next Backstage Pass. Uh, if you're a current subscriber um, to my membership program and um, you are in subscription web design, then you'll get the next Backstage Pass next month and I'll look forward to connecting with you then. God bless. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.